0: The USFL Gambling Podcast. Jeff Fisher to the Michigan Panthers and Larry Fedora to the New Orleans Breakers episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented by WinBet. Winbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, and coming soon to Louisiana from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. Winbet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10 and get $200 in free bets. Download the Winbet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W-I-N-N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by stable Duel. stable Duel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry head over to stableduel.com and get started today. We're also brought to you by better fantasy, better fantasy is a free to play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for a chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app today at better slash S G P N. That's BetterFantasy fantasy B E T T O R fantasy.com slash S G P N. We're also brought to you by manscaped the leaders in below the belt grooming. Head over to manscaped.com. Use that promo code S G P for 20% off your, your first order and free shipping. We're also brought to you by the S G P N app. Yes. Don't forget to download the S G P N app. You're home for all of our free picks and podcasts. It is free to download in the app store and Google play store. So grab it and let it ride. This is Jim Mora, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Football is a unique American experience, a
1: game described by one turn-of-the-century critic as crude and barbaric with little chance of survival, but survive it
0: did. The football being the consummate team sport is a great deal more successful when you do play as a unit and don't rely on individual talent. Frankly, I'm impressed with the USFL. Uh,
1: America, this league is good for America.
0: USFL on the USFL Gambling Podcast. My name is Colby Swingin' and Base Dant, AKA Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price, but no one touches Dundee. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. USFL news hitting us daily almost. You know, I had to bring this guy on, give it up for the DFS God himself. And hopefully we will be playing some I'm pretty sure we'll be playing some USFL DFS soon. And April 16th, when the season kicks, give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making tobacco road, living the free lock given former, former Herndon basketball league MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be
1: what's going on, man. Sitting here, currently sweating out some college basketball bets, but this is the USFL pod, isn't it?
0: Yeah. And soon we'll be sweating out some USFL bets here. Let me give you some music first down, boom. <laughs> love it. Uh, well, look, we we more we, news, dude. We get more. We get more
1: news like every day now. Our, like every few days, every week at least. There's more uh, USFL news. I'm
0: getting excited. I'm really excited, man. We got eight teams now. I'm hoping, you know, it's uh, I'm hoping it's a great success in year one. Uh, they're already off to a great start by the fact that they're not playing any dome games. Um, all in Birmingham, but hey, it's still better than than having a few dome games. Uh, I think, um the league is going to be successful. I mean, I'm just excited for the fact that the USFL is back uh, a league that we loved a lot in the eighties, but look, we alluded to this on, on our show yesterday when we didn't know when they were going to release the, the next two head coaches. Now we were hoping that the Michigan Panthers would get Paul Johnson or John Gruden. Um, we were hoping the new Orleans breakers would get Ed Orgeron or June Jones. Those didn't happen, but we did kick around the name of Jeff Fisher.
1: <laughs> and I think my reaction was not a positive one. <laughs> sure enough, 12 hours later, he's named uh, head coach of the Michigan Panthers.
0: Well, first off, Jeff Fisher, uh, let's, let's just go through the history here. He's from Los Angeles, who actually from the Valley, went to Taft High School, the same high school as uh, Ice Cube and uh, House of Pain. Right? I didn't know he was from LA. He doesn't seem like an LA guy. Yeah. Well, he also was at USC played under John Robinson, uh, was a part of the secondary while he was at USC. Jeff Fisher was a safety. who played for the Chicago bears. He was on the 85 bears. If you didn't know, um, he played in this, listen to this college secondary at USC, Ronnie Lott, Dennis Smith, Joey Brown, or Jeff Fisher. Wow. Geez. Oh my God. <laughs> That's three. three really good players. Yeah. And at least a pretty good coach. <laughs> well, and I mean, Jeff Fisher played in the league for five years. Did he? Yeah. Okay. For the Chicago bears. Like I said, he was part of the 85 bears. Um, th- then he was a coach uh, started with the bears with the uh, buddy Ryan. He's a buddy Ryan guy. He followed him to the Eagles was with the Eagles for a long time. Then he went to John Robinson, his college coach with the LA Rams in 91. Then he went to George Seifert and the San Francisco 49ers, 92, and 93, then back to buddy Ryan with the Houston Oilers in 94 and stayed with the Houston Oilers till they became the Tennessee Titans all the way to 2010. So he was with the, that, that franchise, even through the move from 94 to 2010, then he became the St. Louis Rams head coach, which, you know, they, they moved to Los Angeles, And then last year he was an advisor for Tennessee state and Eddie George, his former running back. And now he's the head coach of the Michigan Panthers. He is a super bowl champion as a player. He was one yard away from winning a super bowl. Kevin Dyson getting tackled by, was that London Fletcher? I believe Um, it was
1: someone on the Rams, right? Yeah. uh,
0: That tackled Kevin Dyson uh, just a, a yard short of the end zone. So. I think that's uh, look. I get it. I know that uh, the joke is, hey, you know, they'll be seven and nine. How they're going to do that? I know in the studio here. How are they going to be seven and nine when they only play ten <laughs> games? Well, maybe COVID cancels. Uh, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, or maybe there's games that I don't know. Maybe over two years you can go seven and nine, some shit like that. I don't know. Um, but I, I still think it's a slam a slam dunk higher because I think adding a guy that's that's a won a Super Bowl coached in a Super Bowl. And his track record of, of coaches that he's coached for is pretty damn impressive. You know, whether yeah. it's, I get it, George Seifert doesn't get the cred because Bill Walsh built it. John Robinson was a good coach. Buddy Ryan was a good coach. Um, and Mike Dick, I guess he coached with as well. So um, I, well, I, there's, there's no doubt about it. I
1: mean, Jeff Fisher had some really good years in Tennessee as the head coach in the late nineties, early two thousands. My problem with him is it didn't seem like he could adapt with the game. Uh, He couldn't adapt to the modern day offensive football. And if you look at his coaching career, his head coaching career, his last seven years, he couldn't break 500. That's five years with the Rams, the his last two years with the Titans. And I went back and looked at the offense for those teams the five years he was with the Rams, the, their, their final offensive rankings were 32nd, 29th, 23rd, 21st and 25th last three years with Tennessee, 21st, 23rd, 27th. He has an old school football approach. I like which it. Is, I like it. You're you winning, know, winning me over football, <laughs> control the clock, winning me over defense. Well, it might be winning you over, but it didn't win too many games. The you know the second half of his head coaching career, so and and he's been out of football now basically for five years. Yeah, maybe he had you know was helping Tennessee State or something, but he's he's really been out of football for a good four or five years at this point.
0: Well, sometimes sometimes you need to hit the uh, the the, relax reset button. Yeah, the reset button, (laughs) the relax button, whatever the hell you want to say. And he did that. And look, I mean, this is a guy that. uh, I mean, is there any chance? Man, I'm getting a little bit excited here. First off, is there any chance that uh, he brings in one of his former quarterbacks? All right, because this is a guy that coached um, not that long ago. Case Case Keenum's too good, right? He's a second string in in the uh, in on the Cleveland Browns. He started some games this year.
1: Yeah, especially towards the end of his career, he's not. I don't think he's going to make the jump to the USFL. What about
0: an Austin Davis or a Sean Hill? Huh? They're probably too paid. Those backup quarterbacks—they—they they, they are the biggest thieves in all of football. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great gig, man. <laughs> Chase Daniel <laughs> threw like ten passes, made like seventy million dollars. Um, I don't know. We'll see what he does there. But I, look, I lobbied for not—not not on yesterday's episode, but uh, on on a previous episode that Greg Williams. I'm a big fan of Greg Williams. I know people hate him because he had the bounties. I yeah, I like it. I think it's good for the game. And uh, <laughs> and Greg Williams is a longtime assistant for Jeff Fisher. Uh, first off, Greg Williams was with the Houston Oilers as well, with Buddy Ryan, and yeah. and then uh, Greg Greg Williams then went to the St. Louis Rams with Jeff Fisher, and then the Tennessee Titans and the the Los Angeles Rams. So he's he's been there. I'm hoping Jeff Fisher calls up his boy Greg Williams, and we get one more crack at some aggressive, hard hitting defense. I'm more interested to see who he's going to
1: hire as his offensive coordinator. Because (laughs) I have faith. I have faith that Fisher can field a good defense. The question is, what are they going to do in offense? That conservative bullshit that we were talking about last night on those pods, kicking the field goals from the one yard line, that's the thing of the past.
0: Here's what you do you You get Case Keenum and you say, you can call your own plays. (laughs) (laughs) The conservative bullshit works. Just run the damn ball. All right. Get a nice fullback. Look, I was talking about this. Why is Harbaugh successful? We were talking about in the studio today. And I go, his teams are physical. It didn't work against Georgia, but I'm saying, like, this guy never had a losing season in the NFL. I think you zig when they zag. There's not a lot of physical teams out there. I, if, if Jeff Fisher, it might be the perfect time for him to come back. The game has changed in the past five years.
1: Well, I mean, he's probably out of all the coaches here, all eight of them, I think he has the best resume as far as, you know, taking NFL teams to the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. Granted that was a long time ago and it was in the first half of his career. I, I would argue before football shifted into like a total offensive, you know, air it out, uh, you know, go forward on fourth down, be aggressive, analytical based. That's not really his style. Whether or not he can adapt having a few years off that I guess remains to be seen, but I have my doubts. What do you grade the higher overall? I'll give it a B. Yeah, I think it's, I, I think mean, it like, like he has a big name. Okay. That, you know, and it is USFL. So it's not like you can go out there and just get whoever you want. So I think it's worth a shot for sure. I like it. I'm going to say it's an a
0: run the damn ball. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Next. I, so that might mean that are, are you going to become a, a Michigan Panther fan? I don't know that I can commit to that because I'm fearful that they're going to play at that filthy lions dome. If they played at the yeah, tiger yeah, stadium, yeah, yeah like, like they used to do back in the Bobby lane days of the Detroit lions. Uh, then I'll be on board. All right. Play at tiger well, stadium it, it, <laughs> in year one. this year, all
1: <laughs> this year, all the games are going to be in Birmingham, obviously. But next year, if you, if your home game games aren't a dome, that's all the more reason to have more of a prolific passing attack. Yeah. Which Fisher probably won't roll well, out. Why
0: would they do that though? That's a gigantic stadium. You don't want to do that. Cause it's not going to look good on TV when, yeah. I mean, I don't know, maybe Detroit, the lines are so bad. Maybe watch them sell out the fucking silver dome or whatever the fuck it's called now. Um, I, I think it's an a higher. I, I think they might be my team actually, man. Now that I think about it, I'm a buddy <laughs> Ryan guy, you know, uh, I'm, a, I'm a, I, I like the Houston Oilers back in the day. The, one of the few dome teams I've ever liked, because to me, they totally owned the dome uh, style. You know what I mean? Like they, which was aired out, spread the field. Hard, they were a shoot. hard hitting defense though. They were they were an aggressive defense. Chris Dishman, Ray Childress, all those guys, you know, like they were a, a hard Omar hitting defense. Lathen. Yeah. So uh, maybe that, um, maybe that will be my team. We'll see for year one. They might be now the new Orleans breakers that I was really hoping. Cause I thought June Jones or Ed Orgeron perfect fit there, especially June Jones. Um, they go out and get Larry fedora. <laughs> uh,
1: what do you I think? I'll, I'll just say, I think he's the worst well, so a couple of the guys, uh, Kirby Wilson.
0: Yeah. A little and, unproven. Uh,
1: yeah. We, we don't really know those guys, but as far as the guys I know, I think Fedora is the worst coach
0: that has been hired. I mean, but here's the thing about Larry Fedora. Let's go through the resume. First off, he's a wide receiver. He grew up in college station, was a wide receiver at Austin college. Um, then he was a GA at Austin college and he was a high school coach in Garland Texas. Then he was uh, with, 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 uh, I'm drawing a blank on the the coach's name, but he was at Baylor from '91 to '96. Then he went to Air Force with Fisher DeBerry, as a a coach, several positions, um, passing game coordinator slash wide receiver coach at Air Force. They ran the triple option. I find this fascinating (laughs) (laughs) because you really need a wide receiver coach at Air Force. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like what do you? What the fuck? Then he goes and because
1: his style offensively, not to get ahead of ourselves, is the opposite. Yeah. yeah. He, he's known to have
0: kind of soft finesse teams. Exactly. So then he goes to middle Tennessee um, and then he is, he is down. Well, he was at middle Tennessee. When I went to a game there, he was the OC. Then he went to the Florida Gators. And I believe that was the Ron Zook era. Oh, um, they, they like to, to uh, forget that era. Yeah. Then he got, went to Oklahoma state with less miles. Or was that, I don't know if that was Les Miles or if that was Gundy's first two years. Then he goes, then he gets the head coaching job at Southern Miss, which, which he did all right at. And then he went to North Carolina and he had some decent years at North Carolina. And then most recently that this is not going good for him is that he was an offensive analyst at Texas in 2019 for Tom Herman. That wasn't great. Wait, 2019. Yeah. Tom Herman. Uh, and then Mo, he was at Baylor two years ago. They, f- they fired him because the offense was horrible at Baylor and they looked a lot better with Jeff Grimes this year. Overall though, if you look at what he, okay. As a head coach at Southern miss seven and six, seven and six, eight and five, 12 and two did a great job first at off, Southern miss. Yeah.
1: First off, I mean, Southern miss should not have fired Jeff Bauer. Well, yeah, he built it. You know, He walked he into uh, a
0: great situation with Jeff Bauer left him.
1: Jeff Bauer, all he did was have 14 straight winning seasons. He made a bowl game in 10 of his, his last 11 years. I know I don't know what to talk about Jeff Bauer anymore, but we always like to say that yeah. Southern Miss wrongfully fired They him. were the
0: original Boise State with Jeff Bauer. Yeah. They really were. And the, why don't they should have hired Jeff Bauer. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, they, he's probably down there living in Louisiana or Mississippi.
1: Um, but, so it, if you look at Fedora. He had one really good season with Southern Miss. That's that twelve and two year in twenty eleven, and that kind of you know catapulted him into that into taking the the uh, North Carolina job. At UNC, he coached there for what seven years. He had one one really good season, three losing seasons, when yeah. they went eleven and three. It started going downhill after that. Three, Granted, I think it was three losing uh, seasons
0: though in the coastal.
1: That's when you're North yeah.
0: Carolina. You should have some winning seasons there.
1: Yeah, I mean, even like eight and four, seven and six, six and seven, eight and five, you know, those aren't great seasons. Um, I think during his tenure, that was the you know, part of that academic scandal. So it may have been a little bit hard to recruit. That was because uh, of Butch
0: Davis though, and not Fedora.
1: No, exactly. Yeah. He, yeah but he, he kind of dealt with the repercussions because you know, they, I, I think there was maybe some limited uh, scholarships and I think it was probably tough to recruit because people back then were expecting, you know, the NCA to come down hard on UNC, uh, UNC fought that off like a champ. I hate to give them credit, but they just said, they, they basically said, what are you going to do? NCA? <laughs> and they didn't do anything. Yeah. And then so, surprise. I think it was, it was, yeah. I, I do think it was tough for him to recruit during some of those years. Maybe that's a little bit of a built-in excuse. So you look at his, you know what? 10 plus, you know, career coaching college football. He had two really good seasons, a lot of mediocre and some bad Uh, And also,
0: he's he is like Skip Holtz. He's never coached anywhere but college football. All right, so let's rank the USFL coaches before we get out of here. Well, first off, what do you give that grade wise? C. Yeah, C is fair. C. Yeah, I I think I'm with you. I wanted a a funner coach because I just think that the New Orleans Breakers are the 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 Tampa the the 70s and 80s Tampa Bay Buccaneers with the creamsicle uniforms of the USFL.
1: Well, funner's not a word. It would be more fun. No, I, I'm going to go ahead and say funner, no.
0: a funner coach. All right. I, I give a you, shit man. about my grammar. Right? <laughs> this is an English class. Yeah. Uh, we're talking uh, USFL football. You got to judge me on my fucking grammar, but
1: all, all of the coaching hires were safe hires. I guess we shouldn't be surprised. You know, this, it, this is not the XFL. It is owned by Fox sports, which is a, a huge corporation. So they're not gonna you know take a chance on on some people who you know.
0: But Jeff Fisher might take a chance on Greg Williams, and I'll be happy there.
1: Yeah, and I think the hiring of a defensive coordinator that can be done quietly enough where no one's gonna you know, yeah, nobody's gonna be in an uproar. But overall, I, I you know I think they did a good job hiring coaches, but they all they all were kind of safe choices. Well, look, we were wondering if somebody with a checkered past might get a chance, and not really.
0: Yeah, but I'm what I'm hoping for is success this year. I've heard Moose Johnson who's, uh, you know, uh, one of the, the head guys of the USFL, he uh, damn cowboy. Yeah, but he's a fullback man. You got to love a fullback. Um, yeah, true. And, and he was saying that they have the rights. They bought the rights for all these other team names. And he goes, if we have a great year, uh, specifically, he was alluding to the San Antonio gunslingers. I believe um, they asked him because I think it was a local San Antonio radio station. But he goes, yeah. We're we're hoping that in year two we'll be able to expand to to more of those teams. So maybe I, maybe then yeah. we can see John Gruden, Ed around June Jones. All right,
1: and and somebody like Gruden, it is one more year removed from you know all the bad publicity he got. What six months? You know, or yeah. uh, two or three
0: months ago or something. Yeah, was that bad I thought it was good publicity. All bad for him. For me, for me it was. He (laughs) called Roger Goodell a pussy. I'm on board. (laughs) Uh, Man, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Look, I I was on the fence about John Gruden, and then I saw those emails. I was like, hey, not all of them, but I'm saying some of them. I was like, hey, he's right. Um, uh, Okay, well, look, uh, let's rank the coaches then, man. Let number one coach in the USFL, Nick. If you had to to grade the coaches. Are you going to go Fisher? No, I know I'm not going to go Fisher. You know who you I know think what? it is? Maybe Riley. I think it's Mike Riley. Cause he's had, he's done the startup with the world league. He's yeah. done the startup with the AAF and he was successful at both of those. And he was in the CFL. I think he's probably the most in tuned to these right. new leagues.
1: Yeah. And XFL, Jim and Adam made a, you know, they, they brought that to my attention. I'm like, you know what? They're right. So yeah, I think he might be the best coach. I think that was a, a great hire and it's just a damn shame.
0: He went to uh, Jersey, but at the same time, you know who the wild card is, right? Sumlin. I think the wild card is Bart Andrus because he, <laughs> he's coached in a lot of fucking leagues. All right. Look, he, t- he I know we went through this before, but this guy coached uh, in the world league, Ryan fire, Amsterdam admirals. Um, he was a head coach of the Amsterdam admirals. He coached in the CFL, Toronto Argonauts. Um, a, he coached at several universities: Rocky Mountain University, Humboldt State, Montana State, Southern Utah, BYU. Um, he's coached the spring league before. He's coached the he re, most recently. He was the head coach or the quarterbacks coach of the Ottawa Gigi's, right? The, <laughs> he was at hell the f- Gigi dude. He was at <laughs> Feather. He was the head coach of Feather River College. <laughs> he was at so- I mean uh, no his, up. Uh, uh, he's just this is a guy that's very interesting to me. He was also, believe it or not, he was Jeff Fisher's uh offensive uh, analyst and quarterback coach in 97. He I he, did not he know worked that. with Jeff Fisher from 97 to 99 and then in 2013 with the Rams.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's very interesting looking. If anybody out there who's listening has not seen a picture of Bart and- <laughs> Andrus, yeah, and Andrus? Bart
0: Andrus is a legend. I don't know. Bart man. Andrus yeah,
1: take take a Google image, and you know, he looks like a guy that the, his players will just run through a wall for him.
0: Nick, uh, and, and he coached only one year as the head coach of the. unknown. Oh no, I'm sorry, six years as the Amsterdam Admirals head coach. He yeah. won. He won a World League championship. Boom, pedigree right there. I'm saying he might be the sleeper <laughs> that no one's seeing
1: coming here. And he's in Philly. I think it was Patty C that said he looks like a Philly guy.
0: (laughs) Now, at the same time, at the same time, when he was at Feather River College, they went two and eight. They went two and eight.
1: That that was a that was a tough rebuild job.
0: Feather River was coming off some down years. (laughs) (laughs) Look, subscribe to the Sports Gambling Podcast where we give you uh we 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 basically will break down the feather the Feather River uh, offensive defense and uh, their record ATS on the College Football Experience. Um. Uh, yeah, I think he's the wild card. So I would go one, Mike Riley. I think two okay. is either Jeff Fisher or Skip Holtz. Uh, I think not, you got to go Fisher. Fisher. I think you got to go Fisher. No. give me Holtz. <laughs> I'm an ECU guy. You know I love Holtz. All right, I'll go. I'll go. I'll join you then. All right, let's go. One Riley, two Holtz, three Fisher. I think Haley
1: might have be able to put a better offense together. Okay. No Fisher. Then Haley, you can't put
0: Todd Haley above Jeff Fisher. What coach of the fucking super bowl.
1: You're right. You're right. You're right. All right. Fisher. Then Haley, um, then yeah, I mean, it's really unfair with, with Kirby Wilson. I, you know, I, I really can't rank him. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think he's, I think he could do a good job up there. Uh, Put him, put him next, put Wilson next, put him at five. Wait over, over, over Haley. No. Haley, then Wilson.
0: Okay. Over Fedora. You're gonna put Wilson then.
1: Yes. I think Fedora's who, who think are we missing then right Sumlin, now? Sumlin
0: Sumlin. I mean Sumlin had some good years in Houston. <laughs> That's why he's over Fedora. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think Sumlin goes over Fedora. So Fedora's last he's eighth right now. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Not everybody. I, I'm a Duke fan and he he last coached at, at UNC, <laughs> so take that with the uh. grain of salt.
0: There you go. Um man, I was hoping they would have took I I was hoping they would have done something like, hey, hire less miles. Why'd I get yeah. messed up with that bitch? Because she got a great ass. <laughs> I just like to play that. Um uh, yeah. So uh, look, I mean, well, we'll see what happens next. Hopefully we get a schedule soon. We break down all this stuff. All right. Subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast, subscribe to the college football experience. We talk college football year round over there. We've been doing that for years. Subscribe to the college basketball experience. It's heating up right now. And see Nick alluded to that at the beginning of this episode, we talk college basketball year round as well. Subscribe to all those feeds. And then there's another feed out there. Oh, the sports gambling podcast. Yes. Where we've had plenty. We've had plenty of uh, USFL affiliation. June Jones has been on our show. June Jones, former coach of the Denver Golds, former coach of the Houston Gamblers. We've had uh, Jim Mora on the show. Jim Mora, his dad coached for Jim Mora Jr., his dad coached for the Philadelphia Stars and the Baltimore Stars, won a couple championships in the CFL. I mean, sorry, the USFL. Uh, we kind of hard to keep track. <laughs> we got you covered, all right. <laughs> After Bart Andrews' resume, it's kind of hard to, to talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? After going through all that shit, the U, he was a head coach in the UFL. Um, uh, but yes, yeah, subscribe to all those. Get the SGPN app. Your home for all of our picks, podcast content. We have some great articles out already about the USFL. So get that. And uh, yeah, subscribe. Tell a friend. And uh, yeah, uh, I'm on Twitter at the Colby Give me a follow. Uh, the, the sports, I'm sorry. The USFL gambling podcast is on Twitter at USFL gambling, uh, NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K the sports gambling podcast network is on Twitter at DSGP network. Give them all a follow and, uh, let's ride. All right. This is the USFL gambling podcast. Jeff Fisher to the Detroit podcast or the Michigan Panthers and Larry Fedora to the New Orleans breakers episode. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Do you come from a land down under-